Warning, the following may contain digesters. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit-Faced. The party, including the newly recruited paladin Bernard, set forth to return the gem to the Wizard of Wine's winery. However, when they regain the main road, they come across an unexpected sight. Strahd's flying nightmare horse, apparently a gift for Kellen. Bernard raises an eyebrow. Mm -hmm. Wow. What do you... What do you give a person who already has everything they want? <laughs> I, I now I have my flaming horse. Uh, I don't. Uh, I, d- I don't think you should take the flaming horse. I don't think you should get onto it. Or what was the deal? The deal was well. Let's go discuss away from the ears of this horse. <laughs> okay. The deal was, and we walk away from. Yes, yes, and we will retreat a little way. We're in a little huddle. Yes, yes. from is is it Bocephus? Bucephalus just walks off and starts to eat at the grass by the by the side of the road. Yes. All right. Um that if we ever found or came across Irena, that we would notify Strahd immediately. Uh and uh also, um, as I recall, he indicated, I don't think this was part of the quote-unquote deal, right. was that if we killed, for every vampire we killed, he would kill one of our number. Hmm. That, to, my, to the best of my recollection, that's what he offered. Why, why is he addressing it to you as if you had actually entered a compact with him? I actually, I said, if we do these things, would you give me the horse? But... He's kind of doing it in reverse. I mean, we he said he'd give me the horse if we led him to Irena. Now it's like he's trying to bribe us. Mm-hmm. So So you're on friendly like chatting terms no, with Scott and making deals with no. him? I thought this was a very different group of people. No, we're not different. <laughs> He's giving you his damn nightmare steed in exchange for the life of Irina, and apparently no, this is something you already agreed upon. No, we did not agree to that. What he what he said he would we, do. We, we, we do have to like, tell you the barbarian is a little bit awful. I, I, I this will be surprising, <laughs> but sometimes he he invades like people's private space. Sometimes he makes deals about horses for lives. I mean, he's 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 not the best people. Massasuna, very good people. Me, okay people. The barbarian. Not good people. Do you have any <laughs> rose water? Yes, I've thrown it all on you. There's no <laughs> rose water left. It's all been like splashed upon your stinking corpse. I mean, I mean, you're your living person. So you did not strike up a deal with Strahd on your own? No, of course not. I like the. Wait, no, wait, wait! Now you you did? No. Seems sort of like a question mark the way you say that. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he, he said that he would give us the horse, give give us all we wanted and more. Mm. My friend, we, let me if we let me, him to Irena, which we are not going to do. 
We are, but just recently met. And while I'd like to trust you, I am having a little difficulty with the situation and would like to cast a spell in the zone of truth. Fine. If, if our barbarian friend here can repeat everything within that spell, then I will declare myself content. I am in the... Agreed? Yeah, do I get a saving throw? Sure. <laughs> how does, so how does zone of truth work? Zone of truth. You create a magical zone that guards against deception in a 50-foot radius centered on the point of your choice within range. Until the spell ends, a creature that enters the spell area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there must make a charisma saving throw. That's a charisma 15 saving throw. On a failed save, a creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. You know whether the creature succeeds or fails on its saving throw. Are you sure it's not a dexterity saving throw? Yeah. yeah. Positive. positive. Uh, Well, let's double check it. Yes. Maybe strength? Bernard, what does it look like when you you cast this? So I I, uh, strike a dramatic sort of uh, pose, sort of reminiscent to uh, like a Power Ranger pose. And uh, I call out uh, a supplication to the divine power of the morning lord and my voice resonates across the the swampy moorlands and uh i point towards bernard and i uh sorry towards uh, kellen and i say for the next few whiles may every word that comes forth from his benighted mouth be nothing but the truth may it please you morning lord to see it so and then i smack my hands together with a thunderclap i spin once and I point at Callum again. <laughs> Callum, would you like to take a, a charisma saving throw? Yes, with my plus one from my stone, right? That's right. Yes. <laughs> but no, you're not getting my plus four, buddy. Ah, so. nine. Woo, so you have to tell me the truth. While you're in the, you can choose not to speak. But uh, if I say, do you have a deal with straw? You're like, hmm, not going to answer that one. I think we all know. <laughs> Wait, does he have a deal with straw? Do you have a deal with straw? Yeah, no. I... I look at so. Do you have a an agreement in standing with Strahd? Absolutely not. My only agreement to... is to kill him. That's a good one. Do you intend to betray Irina in exchange for a flying nightmare horse? If Strahd weren't in the picture, maybe. But since he mm-hmm. is, no. It's well. all very like gray all of a sudden. Are you are you a baddie? <laughs> So you're saying you're only doing the right thing because Strahd is here. I'm doing the right thing to get home and to rid this place of the evil that haunts it. Mm -hmm. Good answer. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I got to say that. If I happen to end up with a flaming, flying black horse as a result, I mean. You know it's evil. I've seen worse. Yes, you've been in Ravenloft, but it's still evil. <laughs> you don't. You weren't here for the little nightmare kids at the uh, at the little Durst house. Yeah, the chateau. Oh, I went through the Durst house. The, oh, the Durst thing in the world. Yeah, everyone who comes in seems to go through that place. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. I go stuck for eight months with those children in that nursery. <laughs> Did you see the creepy little carvings that moved? Yeah, yeah. Went down yeah. to the basement. Yeah, not pretty. Been there. All right. All right. I dispel the zone of truth and I say, very well. So what do we do about this horse? You obviously seem unwilling to let me cut its head off. I think we throw an apple as far down the road as we can. It'll chase it and we disappear. I raise. I say, do know that this is a very useful tool of Strahd and it is a being of evil. It is not a horse. But this does is a it, demonic entity. Can it, can it, 
Can it communicate with Strahd while it is with us? I don't know. What can I roll to figure that out? Mm, you could try uh, a general. We could try Arcana or just a general knowledge check, a general intelligence check. All right, that's my forte. Oh, 20. You are I feel fairly... like I, have, I should show it to you guys again. <laughs> you are fairly confident it does not have a, a, a yeah. directly, or certainly naturally, uh, you know, some uh, a creature like this wouldn't have that uh, unless something else has been right. put in place. You certainly but it is a sense. servant of Strahd. It's an evil servant but of Strahd. You were very right in when you said it looks like a horse, but it's not quite a horse. Yeah. People, you heard the voice. Morning, Lord. <laughs> Anybody have qualms? Show of hands if you got qualms. Qualms about what? Killing the horse? The demon. Let's not call it a horse if it's not a horse. I don't think I, it's a good idea at this particular like, juncture. Oh, I would rather... <clears throat> yeah, And also, do we really want to um, uh, agitate and anger the person that we are trying to, I mean, perhaps sneak up, up upon? You know, I, I, I don't understand why you would an- antagonize John, the person you would John, like... Yes? John, yes? We are an existential threat to Scott, and, I, and I, he I, knows this. Yes. And he has no pretenses of it being otherwise. He's just trying oh. to manipulate us. God, the more you talk, the more I believe it. My God, keep going. I stare off towards the, di- towards the horizon, like the middle distance. Oh, and I God. say, there comes a time in a man's life. I'll <laughs> kill the horse. I'll do it. <laughs> now, wait. Is there a way to... Maybe we we write back. I, I'm guessing Master Sana could, could write... Oh. An equally beautiful script, or John Marlamey. No, Massasuna. The two of them together. Yes, and and perhaps uh, we send the horse back to Strahd in a way that says, you know, not message received, but here's our response. Maybe we make a counter offer. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, You go live in a bog far, far (laughs) away. And stop being evil, Why don't and we, tell we won't kill you. In other words, if we Not if we a way to reject the gift, reject the gift without making him think that we're not going to to uh, but you know not not that we've made any deal with him, but not going to uh, deliver on the terms he's demanded. I bet I think it's best to keep him in the dark as long as we can. Uh, he's so not he, in the dark. So. You, you're advocating for killing the horse? I don't understand. No. In other words, no. send the horse back to Strahd. Yes. Okay, yes. What, what, what's the message? He couldn't find us. Oh, oh. So we leave the message in there, and we just slap the horse on the hindquarters and let it go back. Yes, basically. But I, I worry that the horse is intelligent, and it's already seen us once before. It's at mm. least as smart as us. Look, it found us. But it's, yes. um, it's like... The offers of this supposed deal are that this horse now belongs to Kellen. So if Kellen is its master, it yeah, and I, you know what? And I don't have a place to store it. I don't really have an adequate barn, <laughs> and so maybe Strahd, you stable, I'm stable. You don't keep a horse yeah. in a barn. Fuck you! You should not have a horse. I think that's like I the bottom line. Yeah. Horses. Why I'm don't from, we just obviously. say Strahd? We're th- just say that you're you're considering it, and you'll give him an answer soon. Hey, maybe that we just think the steed, you know, Bocephus, should be kept in more uh, luxurious no, that, accommodations. That's a, that's a form of acceptance. 
Just simply say that you'll consider his offer a little further and let's keep walking. The more we yes. talk about this, the more I want to ride the horse. I think we should just walk away from the horse, pretend we didn't see it, and go on our merry way. And just Agreed. in my, you know, in, in, and, well, we need to make the, the note sound like it came from me. Ignore the horse. Ignore it. My dearest Strahd. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank you for your kind and generous offer. Uh, however, at this time, I must con- give it further consideration uh, as I am drunk off of a strange liqueur brought into this land by a stranger. Thanks again. Love, Kellen. All right. All right. Uh, Matt, as soon as like, you like, transcribe all that? Yes, I do. Okay. okay. Well, there we go. What are we doing with the note? <laughs> Putting it back on the nightmare. Under the saddle. Okay. And... Plonk. And... I'm walking on. And then you're walking on. So we're, we're yep. heading west and on the road to the winery and Kresik yep. off to the west. Is that right? So we're seeing yep. Makovia as Avi is. Um, as, we, as we head off uh, to the west, um, you hear a, a trotting behind you. Uh, and you realize that uh, Bucephalus is calmly sort of walking along behind you, about just 10 feet away. Okay, so uh, what, 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 what if I what if I uh, pipe upon my little bone pipe to scare it away, just so it just, just goes this, away? Maybe just this, since this, if, if the horse thinks it's mine, it should follow my command. Correct? Yes, that's what I was just saying. Go away! Go home! Go to your home! So uh, Don't you know where your home I, is? I try this. My daughter all the time does not work. Doesn't work. <laughs> so Bucephalus um, gives a. Uh, a, a distressed whinny uh, rears up on, on its hind legs and, and its mane and tail uh, erupt uh, into flames uh, and, and in fact where its, its hooves start to strike the air as if it was, were solid stone and, and um, sparks erupt uh, from its hooves as well uh, and, and then it uh, races off uh, into the sky above you uh, as if racing up a mountainside um, spirals up above you guys um, Maybe 120, well, well beyond, like over 200 feet, and then uh, disappears into the the clouds, and you see uh, the amber glow from Bucephalus's hooves as it gallops off uh, back to the east. Bye. <laughs> What's the plan, guys? Say Markovia's Abbey. No, the winery no, first. No, the winery first. The winery. Okay. So, guys, we're heading west on the East Valley Road. Um, it's already you now. It took it was past midday by the time you guys got um, onto the road. You're actually closer to Valaki now, uh, more than anywhere else. So, um, we're heading west now. You know, even before you reach the junction uh, that heads south to the winery, uh, that it is going to get dark soon. In fact, you guys reach roughly the same place where you guys met Jenny Greenteeth last on the road. Um, before you realise that it's getting pretty dark here. Um, what's the plan? We should press on. I have a glowing sword. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how, how, long, how long would it take us to get to the winery if we pressed on? A couple of hours. At, at yeah. a trot. Like, let's say we did a power walk. Let's say four-ish hours from where you are. 
probably about another hour travel to get to where the road runs south to the winery, um, and then another three hours uh, there before you get in. I don't feel like tangling with more scarecrow people. I could I could do a tiny palace if we would yes. Like to, yes. You know, take a little like respite and uh, you know regroup. Yeah, well, get to right know more about our gone. friend with his backpack full of booze. <laughs> yes. What do, you, what do you think? Yes. All right. So we should go off the road a little bit ways we've decided in the past. Yeah, color in a sort of like a dun colored green, you know, sort of a a, a drab color, we would say. Yep. yep. Yes, and we all get inside my tiny palace, and uh, I close the dome. Wait out the night. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Are we? Um, are we doing a watch? Yes, but we must all agree that if something comes up and like looks in at you, you should not go out. You just just let it look. Just let it look. Don't don't go out. Any any particular reason you're making that rule? Uh, no, no reason. I just I just I, I I think that we've all learned from our experiences. All right, I'll take first watch. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, everyone else, um, you guys, um, just heading off to sleep. Uh, Bernard. Yes. Okay, taking first shift, would you like to take a perception check, please? Yes, please. I get a... Fuck, I'm not going to use that dice. I keep getting 20s. I'm feeling guilty. <laughs> so Send uh, it to um, me! Send it to me! No, I'll roll it I'll roll it on here. Because honestly, that's like my third no, 20 in a roll. It's just too you, gee, you like we've been rolling dice I'm for years. I'm getting all your ones, dude. <laughs> keep rolling the 20s. Um, so, listen. Oh, here, look. Okay. This is... Uh, it was unusual for you because uh, I don't know. It happened last night in the um, in the hot, hot as well. But it's been so long, Bernard, for you to since, since you've been uh, hanging out with people for a bit. So, yeah. so you know the outside. Um, you're used to the nighttime noises of Barovia, and you're night. You're used to being on edge. But what you're not used to is the sort of you know shuffling of bodies nearby that are not um sinister to you or, or the the gentle snoring coming from whoever's gently gentle, snoring huh? Kelly, is gentle um, snoring so that's what stands out for you more than anything else but um other than that uh, there's no noise All right. so uh, what's next yes. i'll uh, at the end of my shift i'll awaken uh, master senna okay with apologies for doing okay. so and i'll go to sleep All right master senna um it's uh, the dead of night at the moment uh, would you take a perception check for me 14 Oh no! Wait, hang on. I've got to add to three. That's seventeen. Okay, uh, and again, there's uh, you don't hear, hear anything uh, in particular. Who's who's next on watch? I think it's, I think it's me. Yeah. Okay. And stay awake this time. I I, I will. Um, <laughs> no more ones. No more ones. Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, I I've rolled a twelve. Oh. Um, so I think I hear like some locomotive farting from the barbarian, but I mean, I think oh, nothing else. That is pretty much it. Actually, yeah. um, <laughs> is it is it mating or morning barbarian <laughs> farting? <laughs> it's it's, it's okay. morning, thank goodness. Uh, yes. Okay, uh, Kellen, it's your turn. Uh, okay, I wake up feeling rudely awakened by the bard. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've had the best sleep. I, <laughs> Um, seven. Seven. So, oh wait, I get the plus one. Eight. Okay. So we're still. I mean, we're we're talking early morning here, but the the sun sort of above the clouds 
um, you know, still hasn't risen yet. Um, you don't notice uh, any sort of movements or anything like that. Um, however, about halfway uh, into your watch, you do hear something. Kellen. Oh, no. Kellen. Yeah? <laughs> Why did you lie to me, Kellen? I said not yet. Where am I going to store a horse? <laughs> no, Kellen. Why did you tell me to go to Strad's castle? Huh? Now I can see outside, right? Yes. What do I see? Do you want to take? Uh, well, no. You have had a perception check. You cannot see anything. You don't get any sense of where this voice is coming from. You get the impression it is close, uh, but you don't see anything. He said, "You told me that Strad protected you, and it, if I wish to have my revenge, Kellen." I was to go to visit Strad at his castle. That is what I was told. That Strad protected me? I was so close to having my revenge on you, Kellen. <gasps> this is that crazy lady. <laughs> she really likes you. Look, I'm sorry I rifled through your clothing. I went and, to Strad's castle, Kellen. dug an axe in your guts. I went to visit the Dark Lord. And I'm sure he gave you a fabulous meal. What do you think he did to me, Kellen? Um, Uh-oh. Fed, bathed, and, and gave you fabulous accommodations? Yes, Kellen, he fed. Uh, and... Um, as uh, as you hear that, uh, a ship drops down uh, from the trees, uh, about ten foot away from the tiny hut, uh, and a figure is crouched there in in the darkness, um, just a short distance away from you. Kellen, he fed, and then he turned me. Kellen, is this Doru? <laughs> I thought we killed you. <laughs> So, the, you guys have worked out who this is, haven't you? <laughs> yes. It's just a barbarian. It's a bit tough. <laughs> but very, very well done. <laughs> I'm actually forgetting. Who is this? Is it a Vistani? It's the Vistani, right? Yes. The Vistani yes. woman who, um, who had Kellen, um, who tortured Jean. And had oh, Kellen right, and right, right. And who then was apparently by Strad told that um you know. Oops. Yes. The last yes, the last time we saw her, Strad, or it was actually Lord Talfrin as Strad, told her to petition him at his castle if she wished to take matters further. Yeah, the the guy oh. who made those promises, he 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 he's no longer with us. So really, you know, the promises died with him. So I'd suggest you address your issues with the undead. I am not leaving again, Kellen. I have come for my revenge, finally. Oh, 
Give me a break. All right, everybody, wake up. Let's kill this thing. What? 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 What's happening? What's happening? Okay. So as, as, as you shout that, Kariza, for it is Kariza, the Vistani, who has been uh, potentially turned oh, into a vampire. Oh my god, it's Kariza! She, How she, are you? Kar- oh my god, she looks terrible. She backs away. <laughs> she backs away from uh, the uh, tiny hut, uh, back into the trees, mm-hmm. and she sort of disappears from sight. Well, that's very reassuring. That's not is, she, is she within 60 feet? She may be. You can't see her. I can detect good and evil. Okay. She is within 60 feet. She's walked, uh, she's about 40, I, 40 feet away at the moment. And just sort of hanging out watching us? She's backing away further. Okay. Um, I, I, I say she's out there. I can sense her evil. Oh, wonderful. Yes, no, I think we could all sense her evil. She was very creepy. Oh, that's really what I mean. Before she was a vampire. Um, as you guys are talking, um, you see a light flare up uh, in the distance in the trees. Um, seems to be just one speck of amber light moving there, uh, but suddenly it is joined by uh, another, um, and, and you realize that these orange lights are sort of ringing the area. Uh, around you guys. In fact, they're moving uh, in a sort of a semicircle movement uh, from the road towards uh, your tiny hut. Uh, and there are eight specks of light. And she says, You do not think I came alone, Kellen, did you? Oh, God. Let's kill her. No, no, let's, get, let's cast another tiny hut and then another one and just just stay here. Like just this is fine. It out. Oh, this is dear. fine. He it's has a wine. Home. Yes, yes. I mean, eventually, like we will have to get rid of the slot bucket. Um, okay. someone will have to take that out. <laughs> um, no, just just no. So, into the clearing uh, walks uh, a man uh, with a lantern in one hand uh, and Mm. uh, a sword uh, a Mm. curved sword in another Uh, you can clearly see from his his dress uh, his garb that he is a Vistani man Uh, and um, others from uh, Cariza's um, Vistani uh, troop step into the clearing as well with their blades ready um, and eight in total and then Cariza um you can see has moved closer again. She's she's caught up with the rest of her group, uh, and she is standing uh, slightly back uh, beside one of the big trees. Um, and she says, "Kellen, we are ready. Send Kellen out. He is the only revenge I need. The rest of you can leave in peace." Are the other Vistani undead? I'll use another. You, you cannot sense, sense uh, any uh, anything of that from them. They seem to be human. But are they evil? <laughs> Aren't no, we all? You know, I mean, they're not <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's grey. I mean, <laughs> all right. it's, all right. the, you know, some, some, so, some are more than others. Bernard draws his great sword and turns to his companions and says, I don't know what the history behind this is, but it's clearly a servant of Strahd, and I think we know what we need to do. It's, it's it's actually very complicated. It's it's a very <laughs> it's a delicate thing. I think maybe we need like a, a diplomat, Master Suna. Why why 
The Sun Sword. Maybe they'll listen to the Sun Sword. Yes, yes. Go flash that around. No, I mean, we, we, Kellen has has started a feud that we cannot end without killing all the Vistani unless we have some sort of, you know, treatise or, you know, conversation. Go talk to them. And yeah, and we'll stay in here in the tiny hut. Yeah, no, exactly. well, I mean, yes, yes. I think actually, well, once one person leaves the hut, is it dissolved, or well, can you just not come back in? Previously, you've had people leave it, and, and the rest they can't come back in. That's yeah. what we've is what we've been working on. Right? Oh, yes, that's right, that's right. That was a bad act and the, for me. And we can't get over the fact that that is a vampire and needs to be destroyed for just the sake of its, you know, being removed from the face of Barovia. All right, so killing is back on the menu. Let's go kill a bunch of vampires. Wait, wait, for every one of them we they, we kill, he kills one of us. He tries. Well, well that's what happened to Lord Talfer, and we killed one of his, well, and he I killed... That was pretty much Baba Nezaga. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was, that was part of the bargain. Strong, okay. But, yeah. but um, now, I will... Uh, why am I saying this? I don't know. But um, something inside of me morally compels me to go outside and at least attempt to talk with this woman who is now turned a vampire. She still owes me her life. Maybe I can strike a bargain. Yes. Good luck. Well, before you go out there, then, let me cast some protective magics on you. Yes. Yes. Give me all the protection. So I'm going to cast um, Sanctuary on you. Duration is one minute, right? Okay. And while warded, any creature who targets you must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Um, and I'll also cast protection from evil and good, which means that no undead uh, can attack you until you attack them. Oh. Okay. So, I mean, uh, they are still both eight of other Vistani people. Yeah, but at least you won't be taken out by a vampire. Yeah, and the Vistani will still have to pass the sanctuary test. Master Sona, as you prepare to step out, you, you get a sense of, of great pride and, and, and a, a small dash of nervousness from your Sunblade. Well, it's good to know that he feels the same way. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so remember, the protection from evil will last uh, 10 minutes. Okay. Sanctuary okay. only lasts one minute. So mm-hmm. at one minute, I'm coming out. Okay. <clears throat> That's uh, and different from my other experience with this. <laughs> to actually have now we have always had your back. I mean, from a <laughs> half mile away, but like we've we've seen your back. Okay, Master Sana, <laughs> what's your plan? Okay, yep, I'm going out, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I will ignite my sun blade okay. just to uh, make a point. As soon as you uh, step like, out and do so, blow. four of the uh, Vistani uh, reach behind their backs uh, and draw out crossbows uh, and level them at you. But they don't... They halt right there. So I'm not here to harm you, but Carissa, remember the last time we met and I had my sword at your throat, I think. <laughs> I, I backed away. I could have taken your life and I did not. Now I'm telling you, back away right now or it will cost you your life. 
A lot has changed since that time. And she's looking at you with, with a, a hungry grin. But it is not you that I wish to feed on tonight. Send out Kellen and you will walk away alive. I easy, easy. Yeah, my friend. Oh, 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 yes, he is. I am not giving you much of a choice. People will die tonight if I do not get Kellen. You will die tonight. Think about your choices now. I do not think so. Send him out or this one dies. And she, um, you realize that she's actually, she's been standing at the, this tree, but her, her hand has been behind the tree. And she uh, pulls a, a figure forth. Um, and it takes you a moment uh, to recognize uh, who it is that she has in her grasp. Uh, and it's actually the, the youngest of the guards from Valaki that you had met on the road uh, when you uh, had been traveling eastward uh, towards Berez. Uh, and she, uh, you can see that she is, is, is battered. Um, uh, you know, she is uh, considerably paler um, than would be healthy uh, for someone. Uh, but her eyes sort of flicker open uh, at, at the jerk that, that Carissa gives her. Uh, and, and she looks at you and she says, hey, Have you come... Finally. Uh, no. I was on my way. <laughs> <laughs> What's the plan? I don't know. I was bluffing my way, but I know. But um, I cast uh, bless on everyone while this is going on. Okay. What does so that everybody now? Um, I can do up to three creatures whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw. Yes. Uh, up to a minute or concentration, they can add a D4 to that number. D4. Okay. To all attack rolls and saving throws. Yeah, I, I cast dry pants. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> in the group. Okay. Be useful later. And what's the plan, guys? I then cast Shield of Faith. Let's roll. And I step out from the tiny hut with my uh, with my uh, sword uh, blazing. I step forth as well. And me too. <laughs> yes, but behind us. Fresh meat for the feeding. Okay, and as we prepare to rule for initiative, I think that might be a good time to call it tonight. <laughs> Critfaced is a weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our CritFaced fan group.